Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the Blue Devil Podcast, an official inside look of everything stout. I am one of your hosts, Arthur Brooks, alongside some of the most amazing people here on campus. Z is here. What's up? Evan is here. How we doing? Logan is here. Hello, hello. Our wonderful social media specialist, Audrey, is here. Hi. <laughs> and our amazing producer, Eric Krause, is here. Hello. What do we have for this week's announcements, Evan? All right. So starting off the month of love, February, we got Monday, February 4th. It's Coffee Monday. Free hot coffee in the lobby of the library. And then, of course, we got recre- the Recreation Complex Town Hall meeting from 7 to 8 in the MSC, Ballroom A. And then, of course... Every Monday, you can join Jessica for yoga, 7 to 8 p.m. in North Point. Uh, doesn't look like we got much going on February 5th, but Wednesday, February 6th, we're kicking things back up with uh, the Black Student Union weekly meeting in Jarvis, 245, 6 to 7 p.m. Also, women's basketball versus Eau Claire in the Johnson Fieldhouse at 6. And men's basketball versus Eau Claire and JFH at 8 as well. Thursday, February 7th, we got Hot Chocolate Thursday in the Evolvement Center from 2 a.m. to 12 p.m. or 2 p.m., uh, go and check that out. And, of course, Friday, February 8th, Women's, women's Gymnastics versus Winona, Winona State University uh, at 6 p.m. in Johnson Fieldhouse. All right. Thank you for those announcements. Um, you all know on the podcast we like to do our weekend updates. Um, and since we have Your Turn Stout in the building, we will introduce them later. But we'll have them go first and let them introduce their weekend updates. Um, okay, so I guess I'll start off. There's three of us here. So um, my name's Jasmine. I'm one of the people who's running your turn stout. Um, so the weekend was pretty chill. Um, didn't really do anything. I probably had a bunch of homework to do, but kind of held it off until Monday morning. So um, that's kind of been the weekend so far. Hi, uh, my name is Chia. Uh, the weekend was pretty good for me. Um, I made slime, uh, three different mm. kinds. Um, we got uh, one of those... Uh, slime kits at Walmart that was on sale for like two dollars um but there must have been some missing ingredients because slime did not turn out <laughs> but still had a fun time what uh, wait what happened like how did it uh, turn uh so out okay so basically they want us to mix all these ingredients into this bowl right uh-huh, and so that's yeah. what I'm doing and I'm stirring it and then the instructions is like okay so it might look kind of watery at first but just keep playing around with it like mm-hmm. verbatim Keep playing around with it. Right, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm like stirring this slime for like five minutes. Nothing happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. I did not have slime, <laughs> but still had fun. So that's it. Hi, everyone. My name is Wo Yang. Um, I'm also helping to run uh, Your Turn Stout. And um, let's see, a lot of amazing games came out uh, during the weekends. <laughs> or, so mm-hmm. I was able yep. to like play Resident Evil 2. Uh, was waiting for Kingdom Hearts 3. So I don't know. I'm, I'm a huge gamer and... Uh, so that was my weekend. Nice. Very Logan, Evan, Z, how was your weekend? Who's going first? All right, well, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my weekend was pretty cool. So, right, I had plans to go to Laser Tag, but I didn't make it to Laser Tag. But that was okay because right after that was bingo, and I love bingo. Like, you will see me at, like, every bingo on campus. I never win, by the way. I'm horrible at it. But it's fun anyway. And then after bingo, like, me and, like, two, a couple of my friends, we went to karaoke. And so we sung a couple songs. Like, we had this awesome group. Then our group broke apart over money issues. It was really petty. And then, like, we went solo. And, like, yeah, we rocked the mic the whole night. So that That's was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my weekend. Mm-hmm. I don't have a weekend update. <laughs> my weekend was pretty good. I went to see Bohemian Rhapsody. Mm. Um, but um, since we kind of uh, 
Uh, we didn't get to like share our our break update. I'll guess I'll guess I'll share a story with everybody. So I went I went to Arizona during the break uh, to see family and whatever. And um, the last final day, I'm in the hotel room, ready to pack up, and I lift up my sweatshirt um, to you know put in my suitcase or whatever, and a uh, scorpion falls out of it. Um, so. <laughs> I was a little shocked, but, like, I was kind of, like, shocked to the point where I didn't know what to do. So, like, I, the scorpion, like, falls pretty far, and he, like, lands on his back, and then he, like, looks up at me, like, hey, what the hell? Like, he was, like, chilling, and I just, like, woke him up or something like that. And then he just crawls under, like, the, he crawls under the, the couch or whatever. And um, my only reaction, the only thing I said was, ew, ew. <laughs> and then my sister in the other room goes, Wait, what? What was that? What did you she's like a bug or something? I'm like, no, there's like a scorpion in the in our room, and she's like, what? What? <laughs> um, I didn't. I don't. I guess I didn't have the right reaction for seeing a scorpion. <laughs> but anyway, um, so I told the manager about it, and he's like, oh yeah, I'll get it. Like it's a regular problem for people in Arizona <laughs> to get scorpions in your room. I didn't know. I didn't know that, but um, I don't know. Hopefully they figured it out. Figured out the scorpion problem, but uh, so yeah. I'm thinking, what is the right reaction for well, seeing a scorpion? I, I don't know. I, Were you supposed to yell? I, I feel like you're supposed to yell or like, oh, uh, you know, I won't make the actual like screaming noise or whatever right now. But like, I mean, I feel like that's a regular reaction. And I just was like, ew. <laughs> I don't know. I was kind of shocked to see a scorpion because I don't think I've ever really seen a scorpion. So it was just more of a shock. But I'm not, I'm, I'm not sure. How big is a scorpion? Like, how big was the scorpion? I don't even know okay. how big they are at all. I don't know. It was like. Big, definitely bigger than a tarantula. Real okay. It was, okay, it wasn't so a full a size. size. It wasn't a full okay. size scorpion, but it definitely was bigger than a tarantula. Honestly, I didn't really do much. We recorded a, a great podcast, the Eric's and I, Eric and I's other podcast, the Generic Gaming Podcast. MP3, uh, and you came on to facilitate a very riveting debate. Um, so, if anyone's interested in listening to that, you can you can uh, listen to that. We're on all platforms, whatever. Generic Gaming MP3. Anyways, thank you all for sharing your amazing weekends. Now, my favorite part of the the show, uh, you all sent in your amazing questions, and Z have all the answers. Here's what we like to call Ask Z from our very own Z. Thank you, Arthur, for that awesome introduction. Alrighty, so um, to get this started, the first question: um, What is it like to be a first-year student at Stout? Oof. Um, all right now. So from my experience, um, it was quite challenging. Um, like coming to Menominee from Milwaukee, um, there was a lot of differences, uh, like culture shock. But just me being like a first-year student in general, um, and I was also the first in the family. Um, I really didn't have advice coming into college um, of what it, would, what it would be like, um, how, like, the finances would be, um, the struggle of it, um, the freedom, the independence. And so that was pretty much, like, my experience as a first-year student, um, finding myself, um, finding involvement. I did not have any involvement my freshman year, but I did have a good GPA. So <laughs> um, that was the, yeah, upside and downside to it. And... Um, so the second question, do students of different races and classes interact easily? Once again, like speaking on my experience, because um, everyone has a different experience, um, but me, um, I am a black female, as I um, say a lot on the podcast. Um, so pretty much it depends. Um, for me, my freshman year, it was 
um, difficult, kind of, for the simple fact. Um, it was like, like I said before, it was a culture shock. So interacting with people was hard for me. Um, for an example, like it would be me in a group and they'll be, everybody is talking about like their experience leaving the country. And I never left the country, like I'm poor. I never had that um, privilege. And so like, because like, I, I didn't have anything to talk about, I will often be looked over in conversations, which happened a lot actually, where people felt I couldn't relate to them or didn't even give me a chance. And because of that, they would talk over me and not to me. Um, and so that was my experience. Um, like with interacting, but that's not everybody. Like I met a lot of cool people um, throughout the years here at Stout, a lot of cool friends. Like I know like almost everybody in my major, of course, we like laugh and talk all the time. Um, so that was my experience. And so third question, are there opportunities to build leadership skills on campus? And yes, 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 there is a lot of opportunities to build leadership skills um, as students you have more power and leadership than you think. Um, we have a lot of student organizations. I know me and Audrey was talking about um, one of them earlier today that gives you um, an experience to be a leader on campus. Um, you can learn so many skills outside of class um, with involvement and leadership opportunities. Um, and actually, uh, who was introduced earlier in the show, um, you will hear from student leaders on campus, um, which is a great example of how they use their power on this campus to be influential. And so last question for today, um, is it easy to get around on campus? So for me, I live off campus, and my answer for that will still be yes. Um, Although the Bowman Hill and the Harvey Hill is not my best friend, um, I still work with it because all my classes are in Harvey, and that's okay. So, yes, it is easy, um, but that's also me giving my perspective of an able-bodied person. Um, and as Stout, we have a lot of construction going on, and even though Stout is progressing a lot with um, making buildings accessible, there's also new buildings being built um, that, or old buildings being remodeled um, that still have some accessibility problems. And so, like I said, I'm only speaking on the perspective of an able-bodied person. Um, and so, but I definitely know there is still some accessibility issues. So yeah, that's, that's pretty much for today for Ag Z. Awesome, yeah. thank, thank you Z. Z. Yep. Thank you. Well said. Thank you for those amazing questions and thank you to everyone who sent in your, uh, your questions. And uh, also wait, just real quick, that Bowman, or, or, Harvey Hill is the worst. Yeah. It is. I don't. It's it, it's a, it's terrible. It's not your friend. It's terrible. It's not. Don't trust it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. Now um, you should have already picked up on the three new voices we have on the show already. But um, just to put a name to those voices, we have Jasmine Baker here in the studio with us. What's up? What's up? I'm a little sick, so. Uh, it's all right. You'll get through it. <laughs> We have Chia Lore. Hey, guys. Welcome, Chia. And we have Will Yang. What's hey, up? everyone. I'm excited. And we're happy to have you here. Do you guys want to tell us a little about yourself? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm a graphic design student here at Stout. I'm a senior. Um, yeah, I really have a big passion for um, social justice and human rights and also just art and design. I am a fourth year student here. I'm in my senior year. Um, I'm also a professional communications major, so very popular major in the room right now. <laughs> so I'm also into social justice and kind of this is the main reason why I'm doing this today. So. Hi, everyone. Um, I am a uh, computer science student here at Stout. 
uh, within concentration in game design and development. And I'm currently a senior, so uh, I'm actually graduating soon in the spring. So really excited for that. Um, uh, but I'm also uh, really involved with Your Turn Stout because of me wanting to be a bigger part of something uh, on campus and in the world. All right, let's talk about it. It's time. Uh, today's topic, we'll be talking about the Peace March. The Peace March is happening February 22nd um, here on campus. And um, from my understanding, this is the second, third, third, third year this has been going on. And it was, this was created by Tasia. She's a recent graduate student uh, from Stout. And all three of you were great friends with Tasia. So I was told that the, the Peace March was being organized by Your Turn Stout. And we just want to know... Um, can you guys tell about the whole Your Turn Stout and, um, and how you all got involved also in the Peace March? Yeah, so basically, um, I would say when we were sophomores here, uh, we were friends with Tasia Barfield, who is such a huge social justice um, activist and an advocate. And it was uh, her idea um, to have a peace march because of just various you know, incidents that were happening at Stout and also just to stand in solidarity with uh, the Black Lives Matter movement. Um, but so she ran that uh, for two years and then she ended up graduating last year. And after that, uh, there, so there are mainly six of us who are uh, involved with Your Turn Stout. Um, so it's me, Jasmine, Will, and three of our other roommates, uh, Lita, um, Brittany and Vaughn. And so then we're like, okay, shoot. So who's going to do it now because she's not here. And so I think, um, one of the biggest lessons that Tasia taught me was just to never, I guess, fear, uh, standing up for what you believe in. And just, you know, the fact that she was such a good role model for like leadership. And so we are like, you know what, let's just do it. You know, it's our last year at Stout. Like who cares at this point? I'm like, I don't even care about school anymore. I'm going to graduate. I want to do something that, you know, I'm truly passionate about, you know, I just want to do it and not have to worry about, okay, what are people going to think of me? Or like, am I doing this wrong or am I doing this right? Like, let's just do it. And so, um, but instead of just calling it a peace march, we wanted to make it bigger. And so we decided to have an entire campaign and we chose to call that Your Turn Stout. The campaign started uh, clearly when we started the planning for the peace march. And I think the main um, aspect we wanted to get out of Your Turn Stout is the fact that um, to be more active and less passive in trying to be more active. So actually being more inclusive on campus, um, actually talking to people and getting people's experiences about campus and how um, we can make campus um, better for not only minority students, but for everybody. Because um, obviously everyone who's on campus can struggle and everyone, um, we all have our struggles at the end of the day and we just have to, you know, take that initiative and take that turn because it is our turn to do it. So it's just trying to make that step. So I think that's what we're trying to push for with our um, Your Turn Stout campaign. I became involved in it um, while I was on my internship. So it was a really interesting experience because uh, I got back from work one day and then I got uh, a Skype call from uh, my friends saying like, hey, we want to do this peace march. Are you in? And then I was like, yeah, you know, I'm totally in. Like, um, I'm all about, you know, trying to spread like peace and love. So um, uh, they've kind of explained uh, about our campaign already. So um, I've pretty much just been helping out with like the uh, trying to find out what kind of like merch we want, uh, how we're going to fund for it. 
uh, things like that. Um, so we have some really uh, cool merch that we're going to have um, for our merch, like shirts, buttons, uh, wristbands. And um, we've also been uh, helping the community out, um, especially uh, during the Pittsburgh uh, synagogue shooting. Um, we uh, partnered together with um, a group in Menominee called Menominee Cares. Um, and uh, we were just holding an event uh, in the MSC to um, help bring people together and uh, raise awareness about what was going on, um, trying to help people you know, through this uh, very sad event. Is there any common misconceptions about the Peace March? Yeah, for sure. So I think it's really important to point out that this is not a protest. And the fact that we didn't want to put that name within, you know, our branding because that has, that word just has a lot of negative connotations of like rioting, loudness, violence, just because of the media, you know, and a lot of people don't know, you know, the truth, you know, they just listen to all the noise and like, you know, whatever's in the media. And so uh, protest just has a lot of negative connotations and uh, we're just not here for that. We are just here to spread, you know, love and peace. I mean, basically what Chia said is true. Like, obviously when you think of protest, you think, oh, okay, like people are going against something, but that's not what we're trying to do. We're not going up against anybody. There's no enemies, opponents here. I think it's just trying to take down that hate and break that barrier and try to, you know, be inclusive and be peaceful and, you know, just, well, we're all here to get along. That's all. Any other common misconceptions about yeah. it? Um, so I think another big <clears throat> misconception is the fact that, like, um, I can hold a sign and I can go march and that means I'm making change. And that is not the case. Um, so there's a very big difference between um, advocacy and activism. So I think advocacy and like raising awareness, it be, basically being an advocate means that you're raising awareness for something that you really care about. And awareness and advocacy, that's always great. But um, the difference is that there's only so much that you're willing to do. When you're an advocate, you're only willing to care about an issue for a certain amount of time. Like, for, like, for example, um, I'm only going to care about, like, this issue for an amount of time, but I'll be done after, like, six months. But when you're an activist, there isn't a line. You're willing to do mm -hmm. anything for these groups of people that you care about so much. And the fact that people... Uh, so it is a very mix, big misconception to think that you can just go walk out there with a sign and think that you're changing the world. Um, that's definitely not the case. Uh, it's definitely a very long process, and you have to change people internally. Um, I think uh, another misconception is the fact that people think that we, like, have all the answers. Uh, so everyone's, when we educate people, we tell people, you know, about certain things, they're like, okay, well, like, what do you want me to do, you know? And, <laughs> like, what can I do and that kind of thing? And that's not really the question that we, sh uh, we should be asking. You shouldn't be asking, uh, if you're hearing for an issue for the first time, what can I do? Because I think oftentimes we're so quick to jump in, you know, and like do stuff. And it's kind of like, okay, no, you got to slow down. You got to ask yourself, okay, can I even see what's going on? Can I even see mm -hmm. the problems that are occurring, you know, because yeah. um, you have to obviously be changed internally uh, first and be educated on certain things before you can actually go in and try to, you know, do something bigger. So no, we don't have all the answers. We're just uh, a group of college students that just care a lot about, you know, uh, social justice. And so we're not going to tell you what to do. Um, that's totally up to you. How I do it is not going to look like how you, how you, know, you might do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, well said. I like that. Um, what's the planning process for this been like for so far? Because I'm, I'm sure 
people probably don't realize all the you know blood and sweat you guys have put into this event mm-hmm. and you know the whole kind of the whole campaign so if you guys want to uh, kind of i don't know self plug a little bit maybe yeah oh my gosh when did we start i think we started doing this like august. last summer yeah. like august so we've been planning this for about mm-hmm. like the last <laughs> i wouldn't say oh yeah we don't okay. but we've been doing this since like august like i think the 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 seeds started in august and we were like hey guys Let's take on this peace march. And we all just sat in a booth in Fireside and just started working. Like, we were thinking up, like, we were sitting there and trying to think, okay, what is this peace march going to look like? Are we going to, like, try to make it bigger? Like, and then we start coming up with the names and then, like, color scheme and all of that stuff. So um, it's been building for quite some time now. We've been getting connected with um, the community, community members, um, different orgs talking to all sorts of people so um it's been a long time coming and we we've we've had a long time running with this yeah i think it's super like just like random and cool that like for some reason like we all happen to be like roommates and also best friends and all have such a big passion for just like people and like justice and so um i think it was just super like awesome that we could utilize um each of our different streams, because definitely I could not have like done this alone. And then like, I think that was like the most important part is the fact that we were using each other's talents and gifts. Um, like for example, Will is super good with the numbers and like math and stuff, and I'm not, I'm a designer. And mm-hmm. so I took on a lot of, you know, the design work and stuff, whereas he was able to, you know, figure out the finances, the budgeting. And Jasmine, um, she's a PISA major. She knows how to talk to people and she knows how to write. And so she was in charge of like emailing and that kind of thing. Um, Yeah, and then we also uh, made it a point to network with all the uh, different orgs too. And so they've also been uh, supporting us a lot. So that's been cool. But um, our meetings definitely um, are like super random. Basically, it would just be like, okay guys, when everyone gets home, we're doing this, basically. <laughs> and so, yeah, they were super just, like, spontaneous. And just whenever we need to have a meeting, it was super convenient because we were all roommates. I just want to say something uh, before you go. Um, you said something very important, and I want to shine light on it. Because we forget sometimes that we are on campus. We are in a community of people who are well-resourced. And she just said, everyone in the group bring something to the group Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we're on campus take advantage of people that you know that are expert in what they what they're majoring in um and we need to stop waiting and stop uh letting these opportunities go by Mm -hmm. because college is the perfect time everything is Mm -hmm. in your hand Mm -hmm. (laughs) just go get it in a very short time too uh, yeah Mm -hmm. so that's a great point you made Thanks for that. Yeah, there was also a great point made earlier. Um, Jasmine, um, I believe you mentioned um, the community members. Mm-hmm. And so my question would be, um, like, can community members get involved in the household? Of course. Um, yeah, we've uh, talked to Menominee Cares are one of the community organizations that we've reached out to. But, yeah, any community or member, you could be anybody and you can come to this Peace March. You can be a student, never heard of it before, and still show up, like... There's no barriers. There's no, you have to be a UW Stout student to come. There's none of that. So if you want to be a community member and you're kind of, you're curious and interested, you could show up. If you're a student, you could show up. If you're a parent, even if you're a kid walking down the street, you could still show up. So. 
Yeah, um, so starting this week and the next, we're pretty much uh, going to be putting up a lot more posters around campus and then around like stories around um, downtown Menominee. So uh, hopefully you see those around, but we're definitely trying to, you know, catch people's eyes and get Menominee involved in this Peace March. So the the Peace March is February 22nd, but like... What time does it start if people want to come? Like, where, where do they meet? You know, kind of where are you guys going? What's the pathway of this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. So, yeah. So, it's February 22nd. Uh, it's a Friday. And it's going to be at 1230. And so, everyone's going to meet outside the MSC, the Morris Student Center uh, Amphitheater, uh, right across, like, from Jarvis. So, everyone's going to meet there. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do some, you know, like... Uh, there'll be some speakers, say some motivational words, you know, stuff like that. And then we'll march around campus um, and then like through, I think, downtown to North Campus and then uh, just come back and then probably stop outside the MSC for a while holding our signs and stuff, you know, making a statement, being extra and stuff. And then after, <laughs> so then after that, uh, hopefully we'll be, be done by um, 2 p.m. And then afterwards, we're just going to like shortly do like a debriefing session at like 2.15 in Willow Walnut. And uh, there we'll have, you know, some extra things to show. We'll have a couple of videos, uh, more words, and we'll just share, you know, how did how it went and what, how people feel. There will also be other events throughout the month, too. So it won't just be the Peace March. There okay. will be events after the Peace March, too, that tie in with what we're doing as well. So I have a question about your mission statement. On your Facebook page, you have, we don't need your solution. We got our own. Yeah, so this is a quote uh, that we really like that uh, Tasia Barfield actually said mm. um, during... Uh, an incident that had happened last year. Um, and this statement definitely just really stuck out to us because, so let's see, we don't need your solution. We got our own. And I think this really like hits home for me because I think oftentimes a lot of people are like, uh, oh, well, like I can fix this problem. Or like you guys should do it like this. You know, why don't you guys do it this way? Or you're not doing enough or you're doing too much. Uh, and the reality is that like, there's not a right or wrong way to do something. Uh, all that matters is that you're making the effort. You're trying anything. Um, yeah, so basically, I don't know, like in my opinion, uh, you can't really teach me uh, how to fight for equality or when to fight for it if you yourself have never had to experience anything that I've went through or other minorities or marginalized groups have gone through. So, yeah. All righty. Um, I just want to say um, that y'all are doing a really good job with this whole um your turn stout. And so, um, like, you guys, y'all, y'all have no idea, like, the amount of work they're putting in for this. Um, I know there's, like, even a peace training that's being in talk about this whole um, Your Turn Stout. So can you give more detail about that? Hopefully I can be a part of it. Stout have some amazing nonviolent practitioners on campus, um, me being one of them. I would like to give more detail about, um, like, what could we do um, as, like, nonviolent practitioners uh, in the whole peace training? Um, so the peace training is basically handled by Jim Hanley. He is a professor here on Stout, and he's also um, um, he also follows Martin Luther King's um, Kingian nonviolence. Um, I think it's like principles or something yes. like that, because, Z, I know you're like the super professional one at this, so <laughs> I can only give you a, a minimum of how much Z can give. But um, no, you don't have to come to the training. Um but I think if you do go, you definitely learn a lot about 
how to handle conflicts and how to handle certain situations. Um, Cause most of the time I think a lot of people kind of dive into, I mean, it depends on your conflict style, but um, when you go into situations, you have to think about, okay, how is this going to affect me and the other person? And it, there's just a lot of um, aspects to think about for it. So um, you don't have to go, but it is good to learn more, um, kind of get more knowledge on that too. Um, and Z, I know you and a bunch of students have a lot to give about that. So it's it's definitely an awesome opportunity to take up. And it is actually February 16th, um, and it's at 2.30. So it's on a Saturday for you guys. So awesome. you don't got anything to do. Learn some nonviolence on a Saturday. Yes. <laughs> All right, guys, and I have one more question real quick. Um, so earlier, um, Will, you mentioned merchandise. So um, what, I know you mentioned, like, T-shirts and wristbands. Um, so how could we get this merchandise, and, um, like, when will it be available for us? Um, so we do have uh, pre-orders um, set up. Uh, however, um, I believe they're closed now. Yeah. Um, so we will be uh, having um, merchandise that we're going to be giving out um, on the day of, if people still want them. Uh, also, you can just get in contact with us. Yeah, and then also we're going to be doing um, a couple of tabling events on February 11th and 12th here in the MSC, uh, lower level, from 11 to 4, and that's where we're going to be distributing uh, T-shirts if you ordered some. Uh, we'll have uh, bracelets, buttons, and um, stickers, vinyl stickers. <laughs> and my last question is, any animal in this world, if you could be... Which animal would you be? Okay, well, uh, that's pretty easy. Um, I would be a unicorn. And why? And why? Oh, a unicorn because I mean, they're lit. They're super magical, and super awesome. <laughs> uh, I hate this question because I can never think of an animal because I think I am a bunch of animals combined. Okay, so, <laughs> 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 um, sometimes I feel like a sloth. Sometimes I feel like I'm tired all the time and I don't want to do anything. <laughs> sometimes I feel like a dog and I'm just like, you know, I'm always excited to see people, but sometimes I want to be a cat and I want to be by myself. So, um, I don't really know if I got a specific animal for you, but for now I'm feeling like a sloth. Cause it's cold outside, and I don't feel like dog. going anywhere. A slacat dog, a slacat, whatever you want yeah. to call it. That's what I'm feeling right now. Uh, if I could be an animal, I think I'd have to go with my Patronus, which is an orca, um, just because <laughs> uh, I think I'd really just want to be like uh, wild and free and be able to like roam the oceans. And beautiful. I'm definitely not an herbivore, so I'm coming for you, penguins. <laughs> All right, thank you all so much for joining us. So the Peace March is February 22nd at 12.30 p.m., and we'll be meeting outside of the MSC. We can follow you all at Your Turnstile on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you all for coming on, and I, and I hope the, the Peace March is a smashing success. If you loved this week's episode of the Blue Devil Podcast, well, be sure to visit us on all social media at UWBD Podcast. Again, that is at UWBD Podcast. You can join the conversation. Be the first to know about new episodes, events, and many more. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you all next week. Thank you.